Hey there folks and welcome to the Coffee Shop Best Bits Podcast. This is the Best Bits Podcast of a radio show I do with my good friend Dan over on 382 Radio every Friday from 7 until 10pm GMT. This week we talk about a whole load of stuff, about Dan's travels back down to London, what his girlfriend actually bought him for Valentine's Day after I ruined it, and many, many other things including a fantastic interview with some of the guys from the Scottish band Blue Rose. We hope you enjoy, and if not, we'll see you next week. Harry Potter, I could never get into. I, I, I always watch Harry Potter with my sister, so I feel like if I was, if I was to watch it, kind of, I don't know, because it's like the modern, like the actual, like Muggle parts of Harry Potter is set, like early two thousands when it was put out. Yeah, but like so. all the buildings and the style of it, it makes it look a bit older. So yeah. Like you, you never seem getting, you never seem stuck on a train station because Southern Rail haven't provided a train, or you know he's forgot his oyster card so he has to walk. Yeah. You, you never see him coming across common problems. It's always oh my one's not doing to, the right spell. To, to be fair, there is a scene in one of the later Harry Potter's where he has to show a wizard how an oyster card works. Is there? I made yeah, that as a in joke. one. Of, in one in one of the later Harry Potters, they have to like travel on the tube, essentially, and it and the the wizard character just tries going up and bang, banging his hand. Like they they they're all white now because they all advertise like contactless payment on them. But back then, when they were shooting it, it was the big yellow ones that you get. Interestingly, and here, here's Harry's fact of the week: there's two different color um, tube uh, oyster pads. There's yellow. I know there's the purple one. Is it purple or pink? Pink ones. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And do you know what they're for, Dan? It's, I have to use one whenever I get the overground to go anywhere. So it doesn't think I've just gone all the way to, like, Stratford or whatever it is. See, I was hoping you'd explain, because I can't remember exactly off the top of my head. <laughs> do you want to have your rant about Music University right now? Do, do you want uh, to get we, Are we chest? talking about what happened, what, yeah. what was on my Instagram? Yeah. Alright. So my university is a bit inept. <laughs> they're they're a little bit stupid. Yeah. Considering they're a university, they're meant to high education and all and such. No, they give you a twenty-seven grand piece of paper. Yeah. Yeah, essentially. Uh, and it was like, have you actually? I'll I'll go this one. Have you ever thought when you get a burglar in your house, they'll steal the most valuable things? No one ever steals a degree, a degree certificate, which is probably the most expensive thing in your house. I've travelled on three trains to get to this lecture. That my, there's 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 a lecturer in the room, and and at the start of it, he talks about all the degrees he's got, and it's he has a degree in the thing we're meant to be learning in this lesson. Yeah. This isn't my normal lecture that I had that I had on my online classes. Okay. So I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe it's just like a replacement lecture. She couldn't make it, da, 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 all this kind of stuff, but they still want to go on, on campus. He told me to log on to Zoom. Yeah. I'm sure the fine people at, at home can understand where this story's going. Yeah. I end up sitting in, in a, going on campus, sitting in an hour and a half Zoom call that I could have done from home. And I checked my emails to think, oh, have I, have I messed up here? Have they sent us an email being like, oh, this one's going to be from... It's still going to be online because whatever reason, the excuse they gave us. And I was like, and I was like, no, nothing there. 
So apparently, my lecturer's been doing been doing that all week for all of our other classes as well. So you went back down to London uh, last Saturday. It was pretty close to after the show. Um, to have to go to online lectures again. Yeah. Pretty much sums it up. No, I had to do online lectures on campus. Yeah. And get take out my inner therapist. And how did that make you feel? Uh not not very not very happy, no. <laughs> and on a scale of one to ten, how did that make you feel? Probably about a ten, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was that better with one, two, or the same? Are we doing opticians? Yeah. This is a music show. You haven't come to hear us rant for three hours. Some some people probably would. Um, is, is that one of the reasons your girlfriend listens? Is that probably the only reason? She's not listening this week. She's on a car journey. You can hit listen in the car. Uh, she doesn't have any data. <laughs> nah. you, should be, you should be a good boyfriend, Dan. You should be paying for that. She... she... <laughs> the contract's like 50 quid a month. 50? No. What, what, she have a solid gold phone? No, she has an iPhone 6. I don't know how, I don't know who got her to sign that contract. I was going to say, my phone's 20 quid a month and it only came out last year. I don't know. I, I've, got, I've got a pretty good contract, I thought. So the pic, Google Pixel, yeah. I get BT Sport free, 15 gigs of data, unlimited minutes and texts. Available Should only we just go on, on to the music, Mobile. Gary? <laughs> I was doing an advert for BT. They might sponsor us. I could do with. I take. I take free BT Sport for another year. Yeah. Did you ever get la left till last on a sports team in PE? I got. I got picked like in the latter half. I don't think I was ever dead last. I was bit. usually dead last. I think the only one that I'd probably not be dead last for was football, because I'm about the size of the goal. <laughs> if, generally if you're the size of it I had people scared of me in football that was the best thing I adopted the tactic when I was in goal of look at the ball get the ball I didn't really yeah. take into account who was on the ball um, <laughs> so there's a guy absolutely fantastic footballer um, played up front um, and really skilled but really short so mm. my first tactic was Right, as soon as he's in the box, dive for his feet and get the ball. Doesn't matter yeah. if I take him out. He, he eventually <laughs> stopped shooting against me. So. <laughs> Just shooting from like his heart. <laughs> so he definitely, yeah. he's, like, he's like, well, he's not going to run for me, so I can probably have a pot shot from here. Yeah, it, it worked some of the time. It was semi-successful. Yeah. As well, so. I got, I always got put in goal because probably the the same, the same point. But it's like whenever they put me out with like midfield, I would normally make better passes. But they always just, I always got put in goal. I I sometimes wanted to go out of goal when like there's someone that could actually play in goal well or better. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'd always play either like right back or right wing. Well, no, right right back or right mid. Yeah. Um, I. I'd I'd be like a. I was always better at indoor football or like futsal than like actual normal football. I always liked actual football 
because like you'd always be outside and just because mm. I, I liked a bit more fresh air it kept it kept what little bit of my lungs i have going yeah uh, i i just uh i was always like i could it's like i could never really do anything with the ball but if i got the ball i could always pick a pass yeah like play, yeah. like i could always place it at someone's feet right but but it was just like if i had the ball i'd never be able to like make a like do anything with it bar that <laughs> so it's like they just as soon as i got the ball any front i just man marked people yeah i got an assist once i did that um i uh that, that's i think in my in primary school there was this lad he was like he got he was always like the best uh defender like proper proper tall he's, this is like year six so he's stuck like starting off his growth spurt and stuff yeah. starting off your growth spurt and all this stuff yeah so he got he got put like defense and like proper like rough player thinking he's like really good he got banged in goal once and i, I was seen as like oh like this was when i was always like getting picked as like the last few yeah uh we got got we're doing penalty shootout and he just started like being like he talked to this girl that he would like his year six girlfriend or something like that at the time <laughs> Like yeah. that kind of thing, and and he was like, "Oh, I've got this. Watch this. I'm going to embarrass him." I just dinked him. <laughs> <laughs> I just penanked him. Fair enough. It, there's one I, that that that's where my football career peaked. And today we're joined by Blue Rose. We have Ollie and Pete here. How are you doing, guys? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Great, great. So let's keep it straight in. How long have both of you been playing music? Well, if, if I can just go first. Yeah, feel yeah, free. Uh, so, I, since I can remember, I was about, about four or five. Um, I remember trying to play the guitar when I was younger and failing. But uh, then I got into secondary school, met, well, me and Pete, we grew up together in the same village. And uh, then in secondary school, we kind of found uh, what kind of music we were both into. And uh, we decided just to, it, it started with just me and Pete. And then kind of flourished, and that's that's where I came from. Okay, what about you, Pete? How did you start playing music? Um, I started um, out on the guitar a couple years ago, and um, I was never really interested in playing a, in a band until like I found out that Ollie was, and then it was just kind of just kind of started from there. We started writing some songs together, and then we got the rest of the band in. And that's kind of how I got into it. Great, and you mentioned you two grew up together. How did you meet the rest of the members of the band? Um, no, more. Sorry? No, it's more you, Pete, yeah. Um, well, um, Jamie, who is our bass player, he he's in our year at school. Um, so he's he's been playing guitar and bass for years. And then he just kind of, I just kind of asked him because we we're good mates. And then Oren, our other guitarist, he, he's, in a, he's a couple years below us. And then he was. Yeah, Ewan was. And Ewan, Ewan was. Um, Ewan was. We, we were. We were doing a support gig for the Notions, and um, we heard that they knew somebody. It was their age group as well. He was called uh, Ewan. Uh, he was our drummer before he left for college, uh, and that's that's how we got our full band together. Okay. So and, yeah. talk about the band. Where does the name Blue Rose come from? What are the meanings <laughs> behind the name? Well, uh, so Peter, do you want to? Um, 
My, <laughs> it's funny you should say that because it was actually it was actually Ewan who came up with, came up with the name. I think he just it was kind of kind of wanted to make something sound kind of Scottish and just kind of put that together. But I'm not really sure if there's any meaning behind it. I mean, I think subliminally there was a kind of Stone Roses kind of kind of uh, what you call it influence on it without yeah. us kind of knowing. But uh, Blue Rose, Blue basically just for Scotland, and then Rose just came from, because it's out of the ordinary on it. Yeah. Okay, and you mentioned the Stone Roses influence. What else would you say sort of your inspiration towards doing music? Uh, definitely. definitely uh, uh, so we've got Stone Stone Roses are my, my favourite band of all time, uh, but more more inspirations would be Arctic Monkeys. Uh, Pete, 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 I think, likes The Who and The Jam, people like that. Oh, yeah, um, uh, we're also quite into the Clash, uh, some, so so mainly indie uh, and some some other stuff thrown in there. Nice. Um, sort of going off that, what was the first song you guys ever remember hearing? Hmm. 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 Mine, mine would probably be um, a Foo Fighters song, Everlong. I reckon. Nice. Probably- Good song. Selection. Yeah. Pro- probably Mercy Paradise. Okay. Good selection of songs there. And what was the first what was the first album you remember buying? What was the first music you bought? Um I think oh, sh- I think um probably I was really into like heavy metal at one point, so probably Metallica. Okay. Oh yeah, Pete with your uh, MCR. <laughs> um, I'm I'm really not sure. I, I, I can't. I'm really I can't remember. But I remember the first. Uh, it, oh, it, it was definitely Arctic Monkeys, but it was. Uh, I can't. What's the name of that album? Which one? Uh, I think it's the first one, the one with the. Uh, oh whatever, yeah, um, that's what I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's it. That's it. Good choice there as well. So, as your music as a whole, you cite a lot of sort of Indian rock music as an influence. How would you describe the band's music? Would you describe it along the similar lines, or would you describe it as something slightly different? Um. Yeah, no, it's, it's 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 kind of our own thing. I mean, there is there's a lot of influence uh, from from big bands there, but it's definitely our own thing. Because when when I listen back to the music that we make, I can't I can't think of any other band that that sounds like us. To be honest, to be real with you, but if Pete's got any other input there, um, I would like from the musical perspective, not really the lyrics. I'd say one of my one of the bands that I hear most. In the in the in the music would be the Strokes because they often do a lot of like dual guitar kind of things, mm. which I feel we kind of implement into our music. But aside from that, can't really think of any. Okay, and so you've got two songs out currently. You've got someone to run to and change. They've both been released in the last couple of months. What's sort of the story behind both of those songs? How do you come up with those songs? Um. Well, I'm I'm kind of the I think me and Ollie kind of both are the ones who focus on the lyrics mostly, and they just kind of 
come to us. Um, there's not really any background to them, at least not for me anyway. Not sure. I can't really speak for all of it, but most of them, they're not really based on anything in particular, any events. Mm. Well, so since since we're still young, like we're only what we're only sixteen. Well, we we range from about fourteen to seventeen right now. So um, since we're quite young, we're just we're still looking for a couple of new experiences to base our to base our music off of. But um, I, f- I feel like we've got a good a, a good outlook on it. Um, but yeah, I think I, I think right now we're just kind of writing music to fit our style rather than writing music to fit an idea. If you know what I mean. Yeah. And so, out of those two tracks, which you say is both your guys' favourite one? Which one stands someone out to, to you? So, someone Toronto. Yeah, I would agree. Someone Toronto, definitely. Is there any particular reason behind that, or? Well, it's just, it's just, it'll be good when the gigs go back. I can tell you that. <laughs> oh, I know yeah. that feeling. <laughs> everyone, everyone's got that date counting down in the calendar. No, I know, I know. <laughs> So you mentioned you've got you're working on more stuff constantly. Can we expect an album any time soon? Have you got one slated in, or will it just sort of be as it comes? Uh, it will probably be as it comes. Maybe not. Maybe not in the in the near future, but de- definitely something we're working towards. Good to hear. And so, so far, either sort of individually or as a band, what would you call your biggest achievement in music? What would you say stands out to you guys? Um, I, w- I would probably say releasing our first song was, in, in my opinion, probably our biggest achievement, seeing the reception it got and just knowing that like <laughs> that was something we did. I think that was pretty yeah. cool. Definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm the same there as well, yeah. Re- releasing it to people that it, w- it was very daunting. We didn't we didn't think that it would get the reception it did, but people seemed to like it and, and obviously you guys heard it as well. I mean, yeah, no, it felt, it felt good once it was out there. Yeah. And... So you've mentioned some of your inspirations, uh, such as like Stone Roses, The Jam. Who would you call like your dream collaboration? Who would you really want to collaborate on a song or a project with? <laughs> Anyone. <laughs> who would be at the top uh, of the list? What band would you say would be at the top of that? Well, for me, it would be Ian Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I- I'd say probably for me, I'd probably say Peter Doherty from The Libertines. He's always been a massive inspiration for my songwriting, particularly the lyrics. Nice. And would that sort of be something you work on, say, a, a new project, or would it be reworking something uh, older of either yours or theirs? Um, I don't know. I think um, it'd be pretty cool. Hopefully, hopefully something new. Well, I, I don't, I don't know, cause I would, I wouldn't know. I would, I would definitely. <laughs> if Ian Brown wanted to re-record Mercy Paradise with, with something different, I think, I, I think that would definitely be something bad. So I just don't know if Ian Brown and Blue Rose would make such a good new tune. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, there's al- always dreams to be had and dreams to be made. So. <laughs> Coming towards the end, of course, I do the show with my good friend Dan. He can't be here today, but his one lasting question, which fits through every interview pretty much we've done, what is your favourite biscuit? Ooh, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. I think that's the toughest one. <laughs> <laughs> Jammy Dodger. 
solid I'd one. Probably go for the custard. Oh, hitting the nail right on the head. They're my favourite there. <laughs> Definitely a custard cream. Mm -hmm. no, no Jaffa cakes this time. We have that debate endlessly whether Jaffa, Jaffa cakes are cake. A Jaffa cake is a cake. I say it every week. It's still a cake. <laughs> it's it's not a biscuit. It's no. not a biscuit. No, not the t if it's got cake in the name, it's not a biscuit. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's been absolutely fantastic talking to both of you. Was ahead, old but still handsome, by for the muckers. I had to be very careful there. Very careful. To be fair, now now I've got my equipment, I can make a bleep. <laughs> that I can that I can, I can do a command by pressing a button. I, I, I might need that because I've got a censor a song for next week. <laughs> you say censor a song, I'll do the entire song, but the bit you need to censor, I'll let go of the button. <laughs> yeah, it's just a guy swearing in a continuous beep. No, we're not allowed to play Eminem, Dan. Oh, that, that was the very specific one in the original email was think Eminem Stan. Don't play that. Oh, that's my favourite Eminem song as well. <laughs> <laughs> that legitimately is my favourite Eminem song. There's an even spread of of uh, of me and my two sisters across the country because it's like I'm in London, my sister's back in Nottingham, and then we have one in like in, in Edinburgh. It's just an even spread. Yeah, yeah. It's, Christmas must be back. That that's why half the icebergs melt. It's just you lot travelling to one place. <laughs> it's just Christmas. all of us travelling back into Nottingham. Yeah, it's all of you going to see family <laughs> at Christmas. We're quite easy. Yeah, cause we do. We're we do like two journeys because we have we have people coming to Nottingham and then we have we have all the people going from Nottingham back up to like Manchester to see the rest of them. You're just trying to like fit in a clown car. It's a really small car, like ten of you in. <laughs> It's just like no, it's, it's, it's a fleet of Kia Sportages. <laughs> it's, it's just one real. It's a smart car with a massive trailer on the back. <laughs> I mean, I mean, my mum and dad do own a caravan, so like, <laughs> just everyone stuffed into the caravan. Come on, we can you can fit another two of you in there. Like, you can't fit in there, Dave. Can you? Right, we'll strap you to the roof. Come on. Some... The thing is, though, if if that was a thing, my dog would still be in the passenger seat next to my mum. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be four of you in the back. There'll be you, your dad, and your two sisters or something. I don't know your family that well. Just yeah. Just strapped into the three seats in the back, just all angry looking at your dog getting the front seat. <laughs> it's my two brother-in-laws just in the caravan like, what? <laughs> yeah, just crammed into the boot. No, they're being my other brothers. <laughs> my brother-in-law is like Vauxhall Astra. <laughs> He's got from like 2002. Uh, better than being strapped to the roof like Dave. Dave's duct taped to the roof of the caravan. You're not even taking the caravan. You just didn't want Dave to come with you. You just duct taped him to the roof of the caravan. You've left it in the field. It was so funny you picked because my mum and dad picked up this uh like stuffed sloth thing from from B and M or whatever. I, I thought you were but... gonna say stuffed. Like... I thought you were gonna say stuffed caravan or stuffed Dave. I don't know which would be more worrying. Uh, it, it links back to Dave, <laughs> and it was like a. It's a stuffed, stuffed sloth for my niece or something like that. Uh, for my no, why is it for my for my sister's child that isn't born yet? They've got a, a teddy bear for it. Okay. Its name's Dave, and my dog nicked it. <laughs> Dave the sloth. Because you know how it's like if you ever buy like a stuffed like a stuffed uh, toy like 
some of them are like, on their price tag, it would say like a name or something. Yeah, yeah. This one had Dave on it. <laughs> but nothing wrong with Dave. It's a very good name, Dave. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disputing. It. It's not a good name. <laughs> it just. I just imagined that teddy bear duct taped to the roof. <laughs> <laughs> it could could be worse. Could be an entire TV channel duct taped to the roof. <laughs> Just reruns of Top Gear constantly on a flat screen. Yeah, could be worse. If you duct tape Dave Jarvu, that's duct tape an hour behind you. So you, you can pull up. You can pull up at half eight. Dave Jarvu's pulling up at half nine. It's our tenth show next week. Shall I, do you want me to send you a cake? Shall I get you a cake? <laughs> Just about that plaque you got me sits sits pride of place on on my shelf above my bed. Ah. So if you. Out of question from that. What did your girlfriend get you for Valentine's Day after that? A wallet. A oh. wallet. Oh. But that doesn't sit pride place over your bed. No, but it's in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, but you can't see that. I, yeah, I but when I leave my when I leave my flat I can't see that either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but half the time you can't see your wallet anyway. Because you probably yeah. put it down. Be better, I pay contact lists. I pay contact lists anyway. I don't <laughs> yeah. use it. Exactly. So I take pride of place above the bed, <laughs> which, which is probably the nearest I'm going to get to London anytime soon. Yeah. But we we did this couple of weeks. Do you want me to put like a fairy light behind it so it always it's always lit up? No, I want Make a little. All really cute. I want a little Polaroid of me next to it as well. <laughs> just, just paper clipped onto the side of it. Or ju- just want like a shrine just to me. It's gonna need, it's gonna need to be a big paperclip. It's it's, it's, a, it's a good like big thick bit of a quick big big bit of acrylic. I just want a shrine to me on your wall. <laughs> just have a, a massive picture of me. <laughs> you don't have many pictures of you. No. It's just take the take the one that's on the side. <laughs> yeah, the, I've literally have like two pictures of me. That's the worst thing. Yeah, but yeah, just wait for your girlfriend to come around and expect to see a, a yeah. A, no, I was going to say it's not going to be ideal. A when wall of polaroids, draft, <laughs> yeah. A wall <laughs> of polaroids, expecting it to be like all your friends and her, just me, just a massive A one size <laughs> picture of me. And that's it. Another week over. Next week's our tenth show, so if you can tune in, that would be fantastic. We're live from seven until ten p.m. GMT over on three two radio. If you head to 382radio.online, you can find out every way possible how to tune in. If not, follow us on social media. Uh, you can follow the show at Coffee Shop Records underscore on Instagram, at Coffee Shop Rec, that's R-E-C, on Twitter, Coffee Shop Records on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram at Harry underscore Con1. You can follow Dan on Instagram at d.a.n underscore dot m on Twitter at Dan underscore in underscore Tims and on Facebook Daniel Mann. You can also head to our website www.bonsai78media.co.uk to keep up with any of the other media projects we are involved in. And of course if you're an indie artist you can send us your music to play on the show. You can email us on contact at bonsai78media.co.uk We really hope you enjoyed the podcast. We've had some great feedback and we hope you keep listening in. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.